the Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, it is Jerry Springer! Thank you! Oh, man! Whoa! Thank you. Amazing. Free, freezing in Cincinnati and when uh, I got on the plane arrived. this morning flying here, <laughs> it was 90 degrees. What? And I yeah. Uh, Wait, where were you? Florida. Oh. Home. And then when I landed, it was 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, it wasn't before you what, landed. By what's the way, it was wrong about with you 70, people? 65 degrees. Put your city under <laughs> yeah, the sun for God's yeah, right, sake. Right, right. <laughs> we well, used to be mayor of this city. Well, when I was mayor, it was warm. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh this is funny how many stories that you tell that are true stories, and I'm going yeah. to draw one out of you that I was. Oh, and that, I, when I heard not the this, true ones, I, when I heard this, I was ashamed as a well, human. I was like ashamed, ashamed <laughs> for you. And I want to ask you all about right. this. So when this show airs, because these are all archived and people yeah. listen to them in different periods of their lives, for that matter. And so Halloween, from the time that we're recording this, was a few weeks back. Yeah. And we've all, Maria, experienced Halloween as kids. We look mm-hmm. forward to it. We get our little bags, put our costumes on, go out, knock on doors yeah. to at people's homes and say trick or treat. And then they would give us candy. That's the drill. It's so simple. Yeah. It's There's a nothing thing. to it. Well, I remember as a kid doing that. Yeah. I mean, this year I went as Maury Povich. But so, <laughs> that's no. pretty funny. Yeah. So, Jerry. <laughs> That happened in your home. Oh, it was this freaking gay community down in Florida. And what? describe what happened. Well, that was just said in you <laughs> no, and I talking. Oh, the truth. This okay. is a true How many podcast. stories do I tell about myself that always start out, I'm ashamed? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, here's the deal. Um, I was flying back to uh, home in Florida. And uh, Mickey wasn't there. She was up in, in um, Chicago. Anyway, so I come home and I realize in the afternoon or late afternoon, about five o'clock, I said, oh my gosh, tonight's Halloween. And I didn't have any, you know, I didn't have any candy in the house oh my God. or anything. And The uh, celebrity household in this community. Yeah. It's beautiful. I've seen I, this house. It's yeah. a big, beautiful And I house. did, a, you know, so I, this is horrible. I turned off all the lights in the house. <laughs> And because there's a lot of glass, I crawled on the floor, up the stairs, and hid out in my bedroom. In darkness. In darkness. Well, the only thing on was the TV, which gave me a little bit of light. And but I had to. Oh my gosh. I had the curtains pulled and everything, you, so there was. It looked like it was pitch black, and I could hear kids outside. <laughs> it was Trick horrible. Tree. Wait, yeah. I don't. Mr. Springer, <laughs> Mr. Springer, we're here. I a piece hor- of bread, Mr. Oh, Springer. Yeah. <laughs> Please, we're hungry. Oh my oh, god, it was horrible. When Wait, I told, can't, can't you just uh, write? Like a sign? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <all> right. <laughs> Instead of crawling on the ground? Yeah. No candy horrible? here. And then kids. finally I went downstairs, and when the kids came by, I gave each a $100 bill. But well, other than that, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I told him. Made up for it. You remember in neighborhoods when you did this, Maria, there were houses that were dark because, yeah. they, well, they probably weren't there. That's what they would want you to think. 
But I know that that you could get, usually if you ran out of candy, you would get the money jar, the coin jar, and just give kids money. And people in the audience are nodding. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. And it back in my time period, it was pennies. But today... Well, I didn't yeah. have... We don't have coins. <laughs> <laughs> what are coins? You, you know what I mean are when you guys I say... What am I going to do? Give out <laughs> credit cards? Are you, guys, uh, bills? are you guys talking about bitcoins? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. You're yeah. good. <laughs> but no, so, no, but I'll tell you when I was really felt humiliated <laughs> is when I was crawling up the steps, I said, <laughs> I am a grown person. Yeah. I am a, a rich, grown up. A rich grown person. Yeah. I am show. crawling up steps in my own house <laughs> so some child doesn't see me. That was that was really, I was embarrassed to tell my kid. I'm trying it's to so be creative funny. here. I'm trying to imagine me being in this situation. Did you have, for example, a loaf of bread? <laughs> Why would you give each kid a or slice stick, of bread and drop it into his bag? Yeah. Yeah, or you could come in and say, "Take a piece of art." Yeah, you know, well, we could have some furniture. Out of <laughs> yeah. You could go out and buy oh, some more. Oh, it was the, yeah, it was really. Uh, it what was about that piece of art that Tony <laughs> yeah. Bennett you bought for like oh. hundred thousand dollars that yeah. you love? It's 30, your favorite piece of art. Thirty-five thousand dollars. I told you. When that. he said 35, you thought... You did it, not tell me the story. I don't oh know the story. God. And you thought this at another, most... You thought is, at most it might be 3,500? Yeah. At first I thought 3,500. And that was a hard hit there. Yeah. Well, no, it didn't say 35. It said like 20. Okay. And so I thought it was maybe 2,000. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized it was 20,000. And I said, 20,000? Yeah, but then it got worse as How I so? go up to pay because I was too embarrassed to tell them I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was going to tell Mick. And I said, oh, this is horrible. Then the woman sitting behind the table there with her little machine says it's 20,000 pounds. Oh, my God. English Which pound. came at the time to $35,000. So I've got hanging in our closet a Tony Bennett painting. <laughs> That's too much. It's unbelievable. It was stupid. Tony Bennett, by the way, I can't speak to whether or not he's he's a a good artist because I don't know. He he was very good, but I can't afford it. Don't you think for thirty-five thousand freaking dollars you could call up Tony Bennett and get him on our podcast? He's a huge star. Look at all the people. It's true. Yeah, you, you, gotta, you, know, you gotta pay forty for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's pretty cool, Jerry. Hey Jerry, let me ask you a question. That's Are we finished humiliating shaming Jerry? Yeah. <clears throat> Impeachment. Oh, it's a yeah. big topic and it's <clears throat> gonna be a big topic for longer. Yeah. Uh, what is the crime that would make it in, they talk about high crimes and misdemeanors. Yeah. What's the crime? Well, what the Republicans are, are, and as we are recording this, literally it is a day before the hearings start. So what the Republicans have been saying up until today, uh, one of their defenses is, look, you you hear a lot of them say, you know, it wasn't a smart thing to do, it may have been inappropriate, but it doesn't rise to the level of impeachment, and it wasn't a crime. You know, what's the crime, they keep saying. Well, first of all, in order for something to be impeachable, it doesn't have to be a crime. At the same time, every crime is not something that rises to impeachment. They're unrelated. 
For example, when I say um, not all crimes are impeachable, if, you know, let's say a president is uh, shoplifts, is caught shoplifting, or let's say a night he's out and he's finally driving his own car and he gets picked up for drunk driving, okay? That is a horrible thing that happened, but it's not impeachable because it is not a betrayal of our country or an abuse of power or uh, it doesn't hamper the security of the United States of America. In other words, just because a crime is committed doesn't mean that it's impeachable. But then again, you don't, not, you don't have to commit a crime because crimes are you know, statutes that have been violated. But for example, if you have a president who decides to, uh, he has the power to decide, let's bomb Mexico. You know, uh, he has the power to do that, but that is such an abuse of his power. Or let's say he wants to take the military, he's the commander-in-chief, and set up a blockade around California because, you know, he doesn't like California and the way it votes, and he's always picking fights with California, that would be an obvious abuse of his power. So that's the first thing to know. The second thing is the Constitution purposely put in impeachment because of that fact, that in between the four-year elections, what can the country do if the president just goes crazy, not mentally crazy, but just does horrible things and abuses, abuses his power. For example, with Nixon's removal from office, one of the abuses that were, was listed was when he took the IRS to go after his political opponents. Andrew Johnson was impeached because he used his power, which he had, to pardon but he started to pardon all of the Confederate generals that had led the fight against the North and against the United States of America, and he pardoned them all, put them right back, and the Southern office holders right back in their offices, so they instituted with the, during the Reconstruction era all of the things that the North won the Civil War with. They gave it right back to the South in terms of you can still discriminate, and they did all the horrible things to, uh, to African Americans. Even though the slaves were now free, they still were discriminated against, abused, uh, lynched, etc. So you can abuse your power, and it has been used as a means of uh, removing someone from office. And the sworn testimony clearly is, that we've seen in, the, in these hearings, is that Trump has abused his power. And no one, interestingly enough, is arguing the facts. The Republicans have been saying the, proceed, the process is wrong, the president's not getting a chance to defend himself, which of course is garbage. If he wanted to defend himself, he could appear at the committee and testify. But there is a debate over what exactly is a high crime and misdemeanor because it's not defined in the Constitution. So the debate with every impeachment we've had 
or near impeachment is always what constitutes a high crime and misdemeanor, what really is an abuse of power. So the Republicans keep saying, well, it was really wrong what he did. I wouldn't have done it the same way, but it doesn't rise to the level of impeachment, except the Constitution specifically says not just high crimes and misdemeanors, but you can be impeached for bribery or treason. There is no question that Trump sought to be a bribe. Bribery is defined in Webster's Dictionary as attempting to induce someone to do something they shouldn't or otherwise wouldn't do, a violation of their trust or their duty. So when Trump said, and they'd been working on this before that phone call, They've been working on it for months. All this testimony is showing that. To say to the Ukrainian president, call for an investigation on the Bidens, and we will release, I will release the funds that Congress has voted, the $400 million, for your defense against Russia. That is soliciting a bribe. It doesn't matter if the bribe actually came to pass whether the money, whether the act was, uh, was done. It's seeking a bribe. It's like a judge going to, to a lawyer and saying, you give me a couple of thousand bucks, I'll rule your way. Does anyone think that's not seeking a bribe? So what's the difference when Trump says, help get some dirt on a possible likely opponent of mine for president, and I'll release the $400 million, which you are legally entitled to get because Congress passed for it. That is a bribe. So what's the debate anymore? We're not talking about arguing over what's a high crime or misdemeanor. The Constitution specifically mentions bribery is grounds for impeachment. Having said all that, though it is clear which way this case should go, we know what Gerald Ford said when they removed Nixon, when he was asked what's impeachable, Ford said famously, whatever two-thirds of the Senate says it is. Well, we're not going to get two-thirds of a Republican Senate to remove Trump. So then why go through this impeachment when we know what the result will be? We know two things. We know Trump is clearly guilty and should be impeached by the law, and we also know the Republicans won't remove him. Then why do all this? Because this information has to be put out to the public, which they will do in the hearings, so that the public knows how to vote in 2020. Know this. If Trump would get reelected in 2020, the American people have said there are no longer any laws to Enforce the behavior of a president. A president is no longer a president. He is now a dictator. He may do anything he wants because he knows that he can't be removed from office. The precedent will have been set. Whoever is president, you know, when Trump takes four more years, he can do whatever he wants, and no court will be able to do anything about it because we have laid the groundwork 
a president can shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, as Trump said. He can shoot holes in the Constitution, as Trump said. Nothing can stop him. If you want a dictatorship, you vote for Trump. Y'all, we're going to get our lovely musicians uh, for this episode up on the podcast. Uh, this band has been um, a relatively new uh, band, started in June 2018, and they're a bit of a super group from around the Cincinnati <clears throat> music area, um, comprising of members from the bands Blue Caboose, Twig and Leaf, and Little Miami String Band. So give a warm welcome, everyone, to Highly Likely. You guys, what are, uh, what's the first song you all are going to play for us? Uh, we're going to play one of Mark's songs called Work. Awesome. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what we're all trying to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ready? One, two, three, four. The power bill's laid in the rain is due, I sure. Day I die.
That sounds great. Uh, I just want to go ahead and quickly introduce you all by name. We've got um, Char Bowling on the guitar. Well, first off, every, everybody here sings. So we've got Char Bowling playing guitar. We've got Banjo Bowling on the banjo. We've got Mark Miller on the mandolin who r wrote that last song. Uh, Jeffrey on the bass and Sleepy Andy Tracy over there on the drums um, who all comprise Highly Likely. You called him Sleepy? Well, uh, no, honestly, it sounds like Trump in the debate. <laughs> sleepy, lazy, small hands, oh, no, whatever. Sleep is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you all are, have, are um, members of other groups around Cincinnati. I personally want to hear the story of how you all got together and decided to form this awesome uh, super group of... Uh, yeah, of a music Well, group. I mean, we were all kind of playing at the same places and just ended up around the same campfires and just really enjoyed playing together. And it just the time came where it made sense. And so we did it, and it's worked out wonderfully. Sounds amazing. It's a great sound. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Just superb. <laughs> um, can you let us all know where we can hear uh, more highly likely music and where um, people can reach out to you as well? Um, we're in the process of moving our domain to a different site, but highlylikelyband.com should be up and running real soon. Cool. Um, otherwise, you can find us on Facebook under Highly Likely Music, and we have a YouTube channel, which is the best place to find stuff right now. It's mostly um, live recordings from our shows and things. Um, awesome. But very soon, we'll have more. Where'd you okay. get the name? I'm sorry. Oh. Where'd you get the name Highly Likely? <laughs> wow, yeah. We made a list. <laughs> and a long a, process of delivery. Uh, lots of going around he, in circles. He came up with it. it. It sounds like a horse in the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. We like the fact that it's positive. Yes. Well, you guys, uh, it sounds positive. great. And we've been working on a CD. It's done recording, and it's in the mastering phase right Not now. Not likely. It's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sweet. So, so uh, will you be releasing that on like Spotify and, and iTunes or, or yeah, that YouTube channel? We're trying to be a professional, responsible band and do all the things. Yay! But we haven't got it done all the way yet. We have some videos ready to go. Cool. Almost ready to go. Just so close. We're so close to dropping all this stuff right now. Hopefully, it'll be available <laughs> here soon. Awesome. Well, we're, we will be looking forward to it, I'm sure, all the listeners, too. Will you guys do us a favor and uh, uh, play uh, Down by the Riverside and let Jerry take a verse on that, too? <laughs> We'd be happy who, to. Who, who exactly is this a favor for? Us. I'm going to lay down my heavy load Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Down by the riverside 